Welcome uh, to another Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We've just got a bit of thing that's happening in the actual building that we'd love to speak to you about right now before we get into the kind of meat of the show. Uh, we're being monitored by a secret agency, aren't we? I don't think we should say the name of them, but you are correct when you say we are being monitored by a secret agency. So it, this all started a couple of months ago where they put strange plastic pads on all of the doors yeah. with electric sensors so they could tell how often the rooms were being used. Yes. For, that's weird but then we kind of let it slide <laughs> now there's a team of people that are walking around at all hours in this building monitoring how many people there are what they're using and where they're going <laughs> it's the weirdest thing on this planet the funniest thing was when you popped out the studio for about a minute earlier on to go and get a latte yeah it wasn't gone long <laughs> bloke pops around out of sort of like behind like a little pillar with a clipboard <laughs> sees where you're going makes a note this, I, I feel quite uncomfortable with this like, where, where are these notes going what is going on it's like uh, I can't remember the name of the guy now I think he was called someone like Herbert Spencer but back in like American history he created this thing where he had people in a factory work, working and walking at exactly the right pace in time to maximise efficiency I hope they're not doing something like that with us <laughs> do you know what I mean like people walk into the loo in uh, all in unison and all this kind of stuff, do you know what I mean? Just so that every ounce of secondage can be kind of squeaked out of things. Watch this space. We'll let you know what's going on. If we find out any more, mm. we will tell you about it. Anyway, that's all in aside. Get your teeth into this show. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Hometime with Bush and Richie. Sing your way back home on a Wednesday night. I hope you're enjoying the tunes. What a start. That's Oasis. Straight to work for me today from a shopping trip. Hey! Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, with uh, my wife and uh, the littlest of ones. Uh, went to uh, Westfield at uh, Stratford. It's quite an intimidating shopping centre. Yeah, it is. It? Big shopping centre. I reckon um, I could get lost in Westfield, like for days. I'm absolutely certain that you could. <laughs> quite definitely. easily, yes. Big out-of-town shopping centre in London, if you're not familiar with it. Three floors, everything that you'd need there. And I discovered something that I'd never seen before. It was called the family room. So, you know, normally when you would change a child's nappy, you might be doing it in some kind of toilet with a little flip-down thing and a nasty, horrible luggage strap and that kind of stuff. Horrendous. This this family room was incredible. It had about 25 permanently based change tables around the corner of the room. Wow. In the middle, there were sofas. There was like an enclosed pla- uh, padded playpen. There was a widescreen television, all sort of decked out in Winnie the Pooh for babies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I looked and I thought, this is an incredible facility. So you're going to chill out in there almost? I could have done. I could have done. And I uh, maybe next time we go, I will. Yeah. Because there was the sofas and there was all the facilities for that. I thought it was a great idea. I'd never seen it before, but my mind then went another step up. Some kind of grown-up creche. Yeah. All right? A little drop-off place, a day centre for adults who are maybe not that keen on shopping. No, I have said grown-up creche, all right? I'm not generalising here and saying there'd be men in there. I'm sure there's some ladies as well who don't (laughs) like the idea of going shopping, all right? But equally, I think, between, like, partners or whatever in a relationship, there are some people who like shopping, some people who don't. Yeah. And the people who like shopping probably don't want to have, and I'm speaking from personal experience here, they don't want to have the other one dragging their heels and moaning all the way around the shop. So they'd rather just drop them off somewhere yes. and pick them up at the end. Yes. So this could be a thing. So Westfield, it's a great start, yeah. but the grown-up creche, what are we putting in it? Imagine it, empty room, anything goes in there to entertain adults or children right till the end of a shopping trip. 8, 12, 15, make it count. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio on a Wednesday night. Calvin Lewis tweeted to say, Bush, I'm off to Goodison Park tonight. God help you, Calvin. <laughs> All I've got to say about that. Lake City, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. God help you, Calvin. Oh, dear. Good luck. At the grown-up creche, it's something that we need to have in the shopping centres of the UK. I found a family room in Westfield today. It was great. Can Fantastic. I just ask, I've never heard, I've been to Westfield quite a few times, the shopping centre. I didn't know this was a thing. Are they trying to, like, keep it on the quiet? Or what? why doesn't anyone know about this family room thing? Do you know what I mean? It may be because I've not gone in and changed an appy in the shopping centre before. <laughs> That's why I've discovered it for the first time. Yeah, getting the real truth now. Yeah. Uh, but what would you have in there? The grown-up creche, all right? We're, we're taking this a step further. Obviously, a lot of people have gone route one with this and say, Richie, they exist already, they're called pubs. What is wrong with you lot this week? It's not all about drink, guys. It, quite a lot of it's about <laughs> drink, but it doesn't always <laughs> yeah. have to be about drink. I've resisted the temptation of putting drink in mine. I've put a Pizza Hut-style ice cream factory, yeah. honey-roasted cashews um, on uh, on demand. That'd be great. And maybe Sky Sports News on the telly in the corner. Uh, Kevin says, Bouncy Castle Bar. He's sending a photo of, of uh, a bar, which is also a Bouncy Castle. I like that. Uh, Roy's suggesting a mini pizza maker. Food's in there, definitely on Twitter. What about one of those machines that you get at bed and breakfast or foreign hotels where you put your toast on a, on a rotating yeah. rack that you have to uh, set the amount of time it gets under the grill for? On a separate side point, love those machines. Love those Never machines. understood why they've not become accessible at home. They're good, aren't they? Built in in kitchens. Absolutely brilliant. You know, you buy kitchens, have a built-in toaster in the wall. Amazing. The, the jeopardy of having your toast spat back out and will it, won't it be actually <laughs> the right amount of done at the end. But if it's your own one and there's not a fellow guest altering the dials at home, it's brilliant. It's brilliant, isn't it? Anyway, side issue. Skills and darts, someone says on text. I'd uh, take that. Kip says a self-service hot dog machine and Diane, uh, a super fan to the end, uh, radio playing Absolute Radio. Of course. The grown-up crash is taking shape keeping coming 8 12 15 home time with bush and richie with tesco mobile putting you first with award-winning customer service every little helps uh, Rob Hamlin suggesting a zip line into a massive ball pit. Wow. Uh, Nate going with a, a two-penny slot machine from the Seaside Arcades. Kind of like uh, the old tipping point kind of thing, I Well, guess. just think about it. If you get dropped off and you don't like shopping, you go into this kind of grown-up crash and then you just get looked after for a bit and then you're not grumpy for the whole day. Everyone's a winner. Everyone's a winner. Chris West says, what about an Argos catalogue? <laughs> That'd be so good, wouldn't it? I like those. Uh, early days, bit of blue, the old uh, lingerie section. Uh, Argos never did that. Oh, yeah, You're that's just general catalogs. Sorry, that, that's Freeman Hardy Willis. <laughs> they uh, were just shoes. Oh, that's a good point. Where was I looking for blue back in the day? <laughs> Certainly wasn't Argos. <laughs> Certainly wasn't Freeman Hardy Willis. What would it have been? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That is, that is Fisher. I never looked. Fisher Price Blue, that was. Just, you know, at the beginning. Let's not get sidetracked. Someone else says a bucking Bronco Bull. All these ideas are great. <laughs> Luckily, we've got Alan on the phone. Alan, what goes into the grown-up crash? Um, I was thinking, you know, the Record Your Own Song booth that they have in the Tenacious D video, you know, the, the best song in the world? Yes. I thought that would be fantastic. You know, like your wife could go away shopping and when she comes back, you'd record a single, you know? That's <laughs> <laughs> come back, you're a star. Got a, ten, a top ten hit or whatever. That's an amazing idea. Yeah. We love this. Yeah, and obviously, you know, you, you know, you print off a CD and put it in your... You know, do people still use CDs? You know, but anyway, you could print off a CD and listen to it in the car home and show off to your wife and family, like, what an amazing singer you are. That's, wow. That's it, it shows that you've put the time to good use as well. Alan, are you quite bad with shopping? Are you one of those people that maybe drags their feet a little bit and is generally a pain around a shopping centre? Oh, mate, I hate it. Like, my wife sends me away all the time. So does my daughter, you know. I, Where'd I, you I, go? I, Where'd you actually go, then, when you get sent away? 
Oh, uh, well, well, usually, I usually just go to the pub, uh, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> See, here's me uh, saying it's not about drinking. Everyone's just going to the pub. Hey, but yeah. look, if the, if the grown-up crash became a thing, Alan, could we sign you up? Would it, would it get you away from the pub and maybe put into our area that we're setting up? Oh, yeah, definitely. In fact, I'll tell you what else I did. I, was, I live in Perth in Scotland, but I was in Glasgow last weekend visiting my daughter. And when they were sort of shopping, I went and got a haircut. So that, that is something different, you know. I did barbers. That. A barbers. Barbers in the crash. Great shout. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to look fresh if you're going to release a single. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Back to the booth again. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Sure, I'm getting an absolute battering today. <laughs> Started off obviously getting stick uh, from earlier on because I mistakenly thought that Freeman Hardy Willis was actually a lingerie catalogue but his <laughs> shoes. <laughs> but that pales into insignificance compared to the thing I'm still getting stick about last night on Twitter. Uh, my girlfriend Katie, uh, bless her, thank you very much, reminded everyone uh, about uh, just something I got wrong. You know some things in life you, you get corrected about quite later on in life you didn't realise. Do you know what I mean? Let me explain. Uh, Up until about a year ago, I didn't realise that lambs and sheep are the same animal. See, normally I'd jump in and back you up. But ten seconds earlier, I opted not to because I had a feeling you were going to mention the whole lamb and sheep thing. And and no, I don't don't think that is one of those things that other people get mixed up on. There must be someone else who's had this same thing and it's not dawned on them, right? Because I I always go for lamb as my go-to Sunday roast, right? Because I love lamb. Yeah. But then... I would never go for lamb if it was that little baby lamb that you see running around. So to, clear, I mean? to clear this up, okay, for people whose jaw <laughs> might still be on the ground, <laughs> you didn't realise that a lamb was a baby sheep? No. What did you think they were? I thought they were just two different farmyard animals that might be kind of loosely related, like a dog and a wolf. <laughs> when you heard the old saying, mutton dressed as lamb, what might you have thought was going on there? Well, I thought mutton was like another version of those animals that are kind of slightly loosely joined in the same farmyard. What animals? Are, uh, the I sheep. don't know. Yeah, the <laughs> curly, curly, uh, curly, furry ones. Do you know what I mean? And if so, I mean, I don't want to go back to my old kind of thing about, in my defence, my old thing about there being too many different types of cream in supermarkets at the moment. Yeah. There's too many descriptive words for sheep then, isn't there? Have a word with Noah. Well, lamb, there's sheep, there's mutton, is there any other ones? Do you know what I mean? It's rid- absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Just have them as one animal. I think uh... out there, there must be someone else who didn't realise there was a connection between those two Good animals. Good luck. We'll just see what Good happens. Good finding them. We'll give it until midnight tonight. <laughs> I'll give you, give you until five. A, a, a quick ten-second, a ten-minute search. Well, and, and not only that as well, whilst we're on this particular subject, <laughs> if there's anything you didn't realise, you didn't know until quite recently, OK? okay. And maybe you're ashamed about it, but don't be ashamed because you don't have to leave your name. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. John in Worthing, I thought a pony was a baby horse. Hold on a minute, a pony is a, a baby horse, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. That's really? A, a foal. That, a pony, it's you have a, a little tiny horse a and you have, <laughs> have a big horse. Stop what's, it. What's going on? A pony's a pony. A pony's a, a baby horse. No, it's not. That's a foal. Uh, ben here, what my the... Mrs. Dan... <laughs> 
<laughs> my Mrs Danielle thought that seals didn't have bones. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> well done, that's amazing. Someone here says, my sister thought seagulls had four legs until recently. She's in her 50s. <laughs> What's going uh, on there? Nameless here says, I didn't realise that all cows are female and a bull is the male version. I thought you could milk male cows. Wow, that's like the uh, that bit in Kingpin, the movie. <laughs> and look, Leaping Hair Designer been on, and this kind of backs me up a little bit. They say, guys, sheep is called lamb until it becomes a year old, then it's called a hogger after two years old. It's mutton. Lamb is mild, hogger is more flavour, and mutton is quite strong. Hashtag fact of the day. I think that proves to me that we need instant and drastic simplification of the sheep naming system. <laughs> Too many different names. Ridiculous. With Tesco Mobile, putting you first with award-winning customer service. Every little helps. Uh, let's go to the phones and say hello to Melissa. Hello. Melissa, tell us about the thing that maybe you've had wrong for quite a while. So, my boyfriend took me to Rome, which was a lovely birthday present for my 30th birthday, and little did I know that Romans actually came from Rome. <laughs> <laughs> what a thing to learn whilst you're over there. I know. So where did you think Romans, like as in the Roman people and stuff, where do you think they came from then? Well, I've never really thought about it before, but it only clicked that that's where they did come from, so... I don't know what I was doing in my history lessons. <laughs> Do you know, uh, Melissa, for me, uh, what, what's wonderful about this is that there's Andy uh, just stood there pompously asking you, where did you think Romans came from? He didn't, he didn't think that a sheep and a lamb were different. Well, well it's not much different to that. <laughs> well, it's up there, isn't it? But when, it's so embarrassing when you get it pointed out to you, though, isn't it, Melissa? Yeah, and but everybody just looks at me in bewilderment, and it's like... I, Genuinely didn't realise. Hey, we're all living and learning at different paces. That's just how I back <laughs> that one up. Lee from Essex says, Guys, my twin sister genuinely thought that hedgehogs didn't have any legs. When I questioned her logic and how she thought they got around, she said, don't they just curl into a ball and roll wherever they want to go? <laughs> I didn't realise until I was 32, this isn't me, this is an anonymous, oh, I. until I was 32, the idea behind darts wasn't just to hit as many bullseyes as possible, and I grew up in the bullseye era, which makes it worse. Do you know what? I genuinely thought that kind of was with darts. I thought, <laughs> why don't they just go for the middle bit more? What would Jim Bowen think? Isn't that the most points you can get, though, if you get it in the little tiny hole in the middle? No, treble top. Uh, is uh, it? Not, uh, yeah, treble top. 60, yeah. Like I say, you live and learn. It's 50 for the middle. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Electronic, get the message. Final song on the Absolute Radio 90s for today. Got a whole radio station of 90s music. It is Absolute Radio 90s and it's just moved. If you're listening to it on digital radio, you can find it easy. Just a quick button uh, press marked auto-tune or retune or auto-scan. And you're back with it. We've not moved far. It's just the bungalow around the corner. That's it, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just do a reach. Same neighbourhood. Pop over with a casserole like people used to do in, in Neighbours all the time if a new person moved onto the street. Come and say hello. Uh, so let's just kind of wrap this up here. We've just been uh, sharing stupidity, I guess. Uh, what didn't you know? Is there someone you've had corrected only recently that you thought all this time and though you got it wrong? Barnes said, I always thought Legionnaire's disease was someone only people who ran away to the French Foreign Legion got. <laughs> It's a good point. Until you get a point out to you, you don't know. Hi, Bush and Richie. I never knew I had white or a yellow number plate because I always forgot to look when I got out of the car. It was only recently I realised that all number plates are white at the front and yellow at the back. Says Sue, stuck on the M20. Oh, come on, Sue. I didn't know that. I'm going to be with Sue on this one. I didn't know that. <laughs> Let's say hello to Hayley. All right, Hayley, how's it going? Hi, I'm all right. Thank you, uh, So we're good. So obviously, you're in good kind of company here for admitting things that you might have got wrong in the past. What was your one, Hayley? Um, I think it was only about a couple of years ago I found out that ducks didn't walk to each bond. Um, they could actually fly. <laughs> you, did, you didn't realise ducks could fly? 
No. So um, what, what did you think I, they did? So, like, I what's the average life of duck then for you? I just thought in the middle of the night, about four a.m. or something, when the roads were quiet, then there was no traffic and they wouldn't get run over. They'd go to the next <laughs> back or pond. Hayley, it's, 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 oh. it's rude to ask your age, so I'm not going to. But obviously, I'm thirty-two. <laughs> as brass. You're not of the generation that grew up with Hilda Ogden's lounge and the flying ducks on the uh, on, on the back the, wall. On the back wall. Oh, no, I don't know who that is. So just to clarify, because <laughs> I've been copping a lot of stick today for not knowing that sheep and lamb were the same thing. You, you up until a couple of years ago, you thought that uh, ducks who couldn't fly waited until the roads were quiet at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> to walk to the next park. Yeah. And, and Hayley, what do you do as a job? Uh, I'm an English teacher. She's an English teacher, <laughs> we're doomed. <laughs> recommended mobile provider for eight years running. Every little helps. Meanwhile, I think it's quite fair and we do hang our heads in shame uh, on the Dave Barry Breakfast Show this morning here on Absolute Radio. Dave and Matt did tell the audience that uh, Richie and I ate a Thai buffet on the train home from Margate yesterday with our... Not only with, without any knives and forks, but just stinking the carriage out. The we def- shouldn't have done it. We shouldn't have done it. But shouldn't the, have done it. The defence was, when you've been victorious in a sporting event like we were in their we Sinclair C5 race, yep. kind of rules go out the window, surely? They do a little bit. Are we but, all celebrating? But... On the day that we launched properly the Constitution to you, it's unfortunate it's that unfortunate. we've fallen down ourselves. Our PR team been working yeah. through the night to try and bury the story. Uh, but Richie and I spent quite a bit of time earlier on today, uh, and we do this for you guys. We thought it was quite important to have a written constitution for the British Transport Social Police because it's all well and good rolling our eyes at people who are doing annoying stuff on trains or buses or whatever, but if people want to refer back to a certain rule or number or subsection, you need it in print. And today's the day we unveil it, which is very, very exciting. And the first section covered is section one, food. So, uh, section 1.1, no crisps to be eaten before 11am. Section 1.2, the eating of excessively pungent food, whether good or bad, is prohibited at any time of the day. There's two bits about cutlery, which is section 1.3 of food. Uh, (laughs) 1.3.1, the use of plastic cutlery is allowed at all times. 1.3.2, the use of metal cutlery, in brackets, e.g. brought in from home, is strictly prohibited. Uh, 1.4, and very pertinent right now at home time, food with excessively noisy packaging or a loud crunch is prohibited during peak commuting hours. Uh, get involved now. We can still add your rules to this list. You can see it on our Facebook page and on Twitter at Absolute Radio. And get in touch, 8 12, 15. You could win yourself a British Transport Social Police badge. Listeners may only tut and are responsible for their own choices, and this is just a city radio feature that should never be taken seriously. Absolute Radio and Barrow Media will not be held accountable in any way, shape or form, and in other words, it's just a bit of fun. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Now you've heard section one was uh, covering food. Section two covers space. 2.1, a seat is for a backside, not a bag. Section 2.2, a seat is for a backside, not a foot or feet. Uh, 2.3, seats are not to be sat on sideways or backwards, particularly if conducting a conversation with passengers on a different seat, like on a school trip. Uh, section 2.4, conversations across the aisle are not to be encouraged. Section 3 is covering noise. Mm. 3.1, noise and sound from a tablet or smartphone should be kept to oneself through the use of headphones. 3.2, phone calls should take place with the phone to your ear and talking into the mouthpiece rather than being conducted on loudspeaker at chin level like on The Apprentice. And finally, section 3.3, the quiet carriage should be quiet. 
Yeah, rather than just like seeing as like a target to go in there and talk really loud, which just seems to be the thing these days. Help us build this constitution. Text in the rule now, 8, 12, 15. You could win your own badge. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, putting you first. With award-winning customer service. Every little helps. When you release things that are new like this, there are always people that have disagreements or suggestions. It's a consultation document. Exactly. So it would be right of us to go through some. Uh, the crisp ruling is proving contentious. Why? Why, though? Ian Thomas says, 1.1 uh, is going to annoy all those people who love a slice of ham on the train after their crisps. Ham on the train after their crisps? What is this, Henry VIII? <laughs> all our ruling is you can't have crisps after... Uh, so after Denny, well, Denny picks up on it. The 11am crisp rule is highly contentious. Any wiggle room there, lads? Yeah, no crisps before 11am. I'm sorry, I think we're going to have to stick with this. You rules are rules. You can't have crisps for breakfast. Uh, Dave Francis in Worcester. Slight issue with the Constitution. In first class, you're given proper cutlery. There needs to be an amendment to the clause. Uh, walk into a different room for a bit, then go back in. <laughs> All right? Uh, there probably needs to be, finally for me, uh, some kind of hygiene section. A lot of people pointing yeah. out uh, that the back of the is for putting your coffee on and not wiping bogies or chewing gum. Valid point. We'll we'll deal with hygiene. El Freshio on Twitter says, RE train sniffing is prohibited. You should blow your nose discreetly into a tissue, then keep it on your person. That's exactly the kind of language that we're after. We do need a hygiene section. That is in band. Like I say, we're building this all the time. Uh, Someone says, addition to section two, thou shalt not manspread. And Bryony and Peterborough says, guys, there should be a section on acceptable hobbies. For example, recently I saw a lady cutting out all sorts of things from a magazine magazine and making a right old mess I presume for a scrapbook you can't be doing hobbies you in can't the shed scrapbooking table on the can't be, we'll, do, we'll do a section on hobbies Absolute Radio If you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you OK, let's get on with it then The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Andy Bush and Richie Firth here, you're listening to Home Time it's a Wednesday night, good to have you on board Super Tip, an update Whenever you say super tip, I always think you've got a brilliant life hack for me. <laughs> but you're actually just talking about... A super tip. Super tip. So, an update for you. First of all, a quick recap if you're not up to speed with what's going on here. Previously. <laughs> Previously on super tip. Super tip. I went to my local tip at the weekend. There was a big sign saying up it was about to close. I was gutted. And then I saw another sign saying that it's going to reopen within the next 12 months as a brand new super tip. Super tip. Didn't know what a super tip was. Was very intrigued what a super tip might be. There was talk about a cafe, talk about a children's play area. Like a shop and everything as well. We discovered that there is some kind of shop, a reuse shop that's going to be put in. And then we discovered that the, uh, the new tip was going to be double-decker. Imagine that. A double-decker so tip. About you, I, about you, but I'm, I'm picturing in my mind for this super tip a little bit, something a little bit like the departures lounge at Heathrow Airport. Yes. Two or three levels, uh, escalators, shops, perfume, that kind of thing. The gentleman we spoke to yesterday, I've now forgotten, how many parking bays was he saying was going to be in there? Was it about 250 or Quite something? Quite a lot of parking bays. It was base. a lot of bays, wasn't it? Heathrow Airport, departure lounge, like <laughs> there I say. There you go. So here's the thing, right? It's been a long-held ambition of mine and Andy has happily held my hand with this yep. to do a show from a tip. When you start a new relationship, you take on their baggage. (laughs) (laughs) That definitely is the case. That is the case. 
It's been a long-held ambition to do a show from a tip. I believe that you, the absolute radio listeners, you love a trip to a tip. Who doesn't? You, Richie believes strongly, and I, I, I agree I with this. I, the, there's the demand from I the public. I feel that we know our audience, we and do. that's what you like doing, all right? So we want to do a show from a tip. And now we've got a brand-new super tip opening up. My local tip, and even happily opening it, I wouldn't charge. That's a match made in heaven, surely. All we just need now is the permission for a show from a tip. And that's permission from two parts. One, the tip, generally mm -hmm. a council. The tip itself. And two, our boss, Paul. Yeah. He's been very vocal uh, about it definitely not happening so far, isn't it? Vocal in speech and vocal online on his, uh, his Twitter. At Paul Sylvester 75, just in case you want to drop him the line, <laughs> so it's a good idea. Here's a tweet that was received today, and it's not from our boss, Paul. It's from Hertfordshire County Council's Blue Tick Verified Twitter account. Wow. We run the where soon-to-be super tip. We could help you make the show from a tip a reality. Oh, my word. If Paul Sylvester will let you. Oh, wow, so they've actually named our boss in it as they well. They have, yeah, they've tagged him in. So the only thing standing between us and this much-vaunted uh, show at a tip is our boss, Paul, at the moment. Let's think about management in any company, whether it's a radio station or a co-op down the road. Yeah. All right, what do management not it's like? It's not that much of a difference between that place <laughs> and here, to be honest with you. It's true. What does, any, what, what does any management hate? Having to put things together and work. Exactly, yeah. All right? It's all there. It's all ready. All parties are wanting this to happen. All Paul needs to do is sign it off. Like you say, do help us put your shoulder, really, to the wheel of getting this happening. Uh, all you've got to do is maybe just drop him a little tweet if you're on Twitter. He loves that. At Paul Sylvester 75 let's make this happen together. Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's Faith No More on Home Time. I'm easy. Wednesday night, halfway through the week, downhill to the weekend, is Bush and Ritchie. Uh, so yesterday, of course, we were in Margate for the Great British Seafront Sinclair C5 race against the uh, Breakfast Show, which Richie and I won. Yes. Thank you very much for that, etc. And it was a pleasure to be involved. But something really interesting uh, happened when we were driving back to the train station in a taxi that we just were dying to tell you about. Uh, so picture the scene, uh, taxi driver, like local cab company, radio cabs type thing, uh, me and Richie in the back, uh, I think um, Dyson was in the front, Dave was in the back with us as well. Anyway, we went around this bend to head around towards Margate train station and there was someone walking their dog out on the right-hand side and the taxi driver said, oh, look at that, that's Pete Doherty's Husky. <laughs> <laughs> and then just carried on. He didn't say another thing for the rest of the journey. It's the most random thing to leave out there hanging, isn't it? And then we got on a train and left Margate and might not go back for a little while to see what happens, but it's the last thing we heard about Margate. Uh, and we've done a bit of research on it since and apparently, am I right in saying this? Pete Doherty used to have a husky dog mm -hmm. and then now he's given it to someone else who looks after it in Margate. That, that is what legend says. So Margate currently houses or homes Pete Doherty's husky dog. Certainly the husky dog that we saw being walked by a random resident of Margate looked a fine husky dog. It looked beautiful. Beautiful yeah. coat and everything like that. The size of a shy horse. <laughs> it was. Majestic looking thing. But it's an interesting thing in terms of an unusual thing mm. that Margate is famous for. We just want to put this out there for the final bit of the show tonight. Uh, what unusual thing is your neck of the woods famous for? So, 8, 12, 15, if you're local area, village, town, whatever, uh, I mean, not after the usual things, the stuff everyone knows about, yeah. something slightly different. And the bar has been set by Pete Doherty's Husky. 8, 12, 15, make it count. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, putting you first. With award-winning customer service. Every little helps.
Uh, yesterday, we were in Margate, and the residents of Margate, very proud to point out Pete Doherty's husky dog. Uh, what is the what is the thing that marks out your town for that uh, that that piece of uh, uh, pr- proudness, pride? That's the word, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, something unusual that your neck of the woods is famous for. Uh, this one says Hull, the home of Ronnie Pickering. <laughs> now, I have to hold my hands up here and say I did not know who Ronnie Pickering was. Yeah, YouTube sensation. It turns out whilst you lot were listening to Blondie, uh, Richie was finding out what uh, Ronnie Pickering's all about. Eight point eight million views. Unbelievable, isn't it? Go <laughs> yeah. on, you I am, you I am. <laughs> uh, Br- Burntwood, Prince's Park, smallest park in the United Kingdom. Did not know that. Amazing. Bracknell has the first ever KFC drive-through in the UK. That is unbelievable. From Seb, what? A, that's a boast. That is a boast, yeah. isn't it? Jane says I've got a ring road straight through the middle of our town, but doesn't name where the town is. Uh, Worthing, Des Lynam's favourite Thai restaurant. <laughs> oh, and this one I love. I'd forgotten about this lady. Darren White says his hometown, again, uh, crucially not naming it, says uh, that their place is famous for Sade. Do you remember Sade? As in Your Love is King? Yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Do you know what? Sade, the, her music reminds me of, it's always the stuff they have piped on uh, aeroplanes. You know when you're about to take off? Yes. And you plug into the, uh, yes. the uh, earphones in the hand <laughs> rest. That's a bit of Sade. Ramsbottom, uh, says Rebecca, is famous for its black pudding throwing championship. Wow, I need to get myself down to Ramsbottom. It's all going on. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. I was enjoying the show. I what? was enjoying what it. Happened? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> until uh, uh, until we started ten minutes ago, asking what is your town favourite for, uh, famous for? Okay, off an unusual the, thing that yeah. your town's famous for. Unusual thing off the back of uh, the uh, the fame that Margate has for Pete Doherty's husky. Yeah, I thought oh, I'll just sit and find out what my hometown's famous for. So I put in where place I live. Comedy name anyway for yeah. starters. Porn capital of the Britain. <gasps> What is in what making it, producing it, watching it, doing what with it? <laughs> I'd, I'd rather not delve <laughs> too far into this. What have you walked into over there? In where? Uh, inhabitants of the Hertfordshire town spend longer perusing than any <laughs> other Britons. Unbelievable. Guardian, 2014. Unbelievable. What are you lot like over hey, there? Hey, I hadn't moved in then. Well, you know, we did come and visit the other week, and it did feel a bit keys and roll. <laughs> I'll be honest <laughs> with you. It recommended mobile provider for eight years running. Every little helps. Radiohead on Absolute Radio. Have you actually decided which way you want it to go yet? No, I, d- I don't know what to do. I'm so conflicted. <laughs> a lot of people asking me, do I want Everton to win tonight against Manchester City? Obviously, if Everton lose tonight, then that will put Man City ahead of Liverpool in the race for the league title. But at the same time, that means it's another game we've lost. I've got a feeling it's a quandary that's going to be taken out of your hands. <laughs> yeah, look, there's me thinking there's some kind of choice. <laughs> hey, should we do our little bit at the end of the show where you yes. guys get to correct us on stuff? Have a listen to this. Corrections and clarifications. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk to get in touch if there is a correction of something we've done or a clarification that you're after on something, which is what Tim has got in touch with from Wadebridge. Oh, what's Tim want? Tim says, do I have four or five onion rings with my ribeye steak tonight? Enjoyed the show tonight. Good memories of the Grattan's catalogue. Good lad. So he's having uh, onion rings with his steak. All right, Tim, what's the weather like in 1993? <laughs> People still do onion rings with steaks? It's a bit surf I, and turf. I agree with you. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't want an onion ring anywhere near me. 
Oh, you hate onions, don't you? I hate onions. Um, But I I don't perceive them to be something that's with steak these days. How's he doing them as well? Is that like just in the the oven onion ring or has he had to put them in like a deep fat fryer and risk having a chip pan fire like in his 1970s adverts? Doesn't give uh, clarification on that. So I'm going to go back to him with an answer and say zero. Knock it on the head. Mm. Do something. What would you have with a steak instead then? Mac and cheese. What? (laughs) That's two different meals. No, mac and cheese is a side, chips with it. Oh, is this the thing, the little saucepan that you've been using ramekins for? Yeah. Outrageous <laughs> behaviour. Natalie Burgess from Wakefield says, Bush and Ritchie, just to let you know that the film uh, that Bush chose to watch on his Home Alone night was Leave No Trace. Remember me moaning about watching a boring film? Oh, yes. Now, here's the interesting thing. That film was chosen by Mark Commode, the well-respected film critic, as the number one film of the year. Now, that's interesting because Mark Commode, obviously, is going to be doing a show on a radio station that's starting up within this here building. Yeah. And he was being toured around yesterday and waved at us through the window. Awkward. So I hope I haven't got any beef with him. (laughs) Going back to the steak from earlier on. (laughs) The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. <laughs> oh, just, uh, just Googling, Googling Herbert Spencer that I talked about at the beginning of the show. I don't think it's him. I don't know. Herbert Spencer quotes, the great aim of education is not knowledge but action. I thought he was the guy that, that made factories go quicker by telling people where to walk and what, what time to walk and all that kind of stuff. And if you look at him on, on uh, the internet, Herbert Spencer, he just looks like the colonel from KFC. <laughs> and died in 1903 in yeah. Brighton. Yeah, exactly. I don't, it's definitely not him. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. It's definitely not him. <laughs> God, I've never wanted to hear Bill Bailey play keyboards so much in my life. Come on, Bill. Herbert Spencer is listed as a philosopher. <laughs> right, this is totally wrong. I'll get back to you. Charles Darwin said he was influenced by Herbert Spencer. Oh, no, this is definitely wrong then. This is this is so bad. If you know who the guy was that came up with this kind of theory about how factories should run, let us know. Bill Bailey, play us out a second time. Go on, Bill. It's the podcast has officially 